eventually you will get complacent with whatever is working for you right now at this point if you stop experimenting and then that way you're just like flatlining your growth altogether this is the begin within podcast where we believe real lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit. Have you ever had the nagging feeling that you need to make a big change, but you just keep waiting until the time is just right and that time never really comes? Or have you ever made a really big change and seen some really great results, but then those results plateau, they slow down? down and you feel disappointed and give up. If you've ever felt those ways or had those experiences, you're going to really enjoy the interview that I have today. My guest today is Harshad Manglani. He lives in Pune, India, where he studies computer science and information technology. He's also the host of the What Works For You podcast where he shares tips and tricks on self-improvement through self-experimentation. I want to prepare your mind for what you're about to hear. So listen for these three themes today in our conversation. First of all, listen for um, his ideas around self-experimentation versus perfectionism. Um, something that could definitely hold us back as we pursue a healthier lifestyle. Secondly, listen for um, our conversation about the benefits of a really solid morning routine. And then finally, listen as he shares his ideas about tracking your progress. Here's my interview with Harshad Manglani. There was a minor incident and I had to like send the bike to get fixed. And because of that, I I started going in the bus and I had nothing to do on the bus. So I took a book that my dad had gifted me uh, on my last birthday. It was actually a self-help book. I started reading it. And initially it was just like, you know, something to do on the, while I was on the bus, it was like a one hour trip, one way. And, uh, when I actually started reading it, I was like, this is so cool. And as I went on, uh, the book mentioned listening to audio programs, I guess the book was old and I took that to mean podcast. So I started listening to podcasts as well, uh, like Jay Shetty's podcast or the Tim Ferriss show. And I started getting deeper into all of these things and then taking those changes, applying it to my own life. 
it got to a point where my friends were sick of me telling them about all of this because I used to constantly be like, you know, you should work on this, you should try doing that. And then eventually, um, this year in Jan, I decided to uh, like, you know, try to share whatever I'd, whatever I'd learned and uh, with the world, mm-hmm. basically. And I thought doing a podcast was a good way to do that. Oh, cool. So it was like the way that you had been learning through podcasts and then you're able to use that same platform to share what you're learning. Yes, that's right. Okay, cool. So what about the name? Like, tell me about like the name of your podcast. What, like what's behind that? I know you, I'm, I'm in that same world where you put a lot of thought into that. So tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Uh, Sure. So I guess um, initially when, whenever I'd um, listen to, a new concept or come across something that you, I could try out. For a while, I used to struggle with the idea because I felt that this is something I'm supposed to figure out anyway. If it worked for them, it has to work for me. Okay. And uh, oftentimes it didn't, sometimes it did, right? Like, because you can't possibly have everything um, generalized and make it work for everybody. And I, struggled to make it work for me it didn't until i got to a point where i realized that you know maybe this is not supposed to work for me it, it worked for somebody else which is great and i wanted to have that idea normalized that mm-hmm. this is something you should always keep in mind that just because it worked for steve jobs doesn't mean it has to work for you you know so uh, that that's how i came across the name and yeah i wanted to keep it generic just mm-hmm. to give me a little flexibility as to not uh, completely narrow it down to say a particular thing like self-experimentation only. So what works for you, I thought was a pretty generic uh, title to go ahead with. Okay, got it. But it's so that area of self-experimentation is, it seems like it's kind of like woven throughout, you know, what you're sharing. So Tell me why, why you feel like that's so important. Cause I, like, I'm on the same page. Like, I think that's great. Tell me your perspective on self-experimentation. I think, um, you know, whenever you come across something, right. For example, uh, if you've come across manifestations, uh, you know, the idea of visualizing something and attracting, uh, positive energies from the universe. I don't want to mock the concept, uh, but it just, it gives up the idea that say, you know, you just have to think about something and it'll magically come to you. Right. Or yeah. then th- there are other Ooh, things as well that <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you know, there are a lot of things that you need to actually try out and understand if it's going to work for you or not, because what happens a lot of the time is uh, the first thing is that you'll come across something and you'll, you'll keep delaying it to a point where you want it to be perfect or you want it to be just right. Mm-hmm. it's either that or the second second thing is you'll probably judge it once and just let it go that you know this is not something i'm built for yeah but and that, that's i don't i don't think that's the right way to go because then if you if you stop accepting beliefs that aren't your own that way you will ne- never grow right you need to have an open mind even for things that you don't relate with and just try them out once before you give an opinion yeah, I think that's really important. So that's why I think self-experimentation in general is a good thing. And another thing, of course, is that, um, you know, you always have 
science-backed studies with uh, a lot of things out there, like, you know, journaling, meditation, you know, they have, uh, say, positive benefits. But it's always good to, like, just try it out and just see for yourself that, yes, this works, or maybe it doesn't. Okay. So, so like, what I'm hearing is um, experiment, but kind of make educated guesses based on the science that, that you can find available that applies to your situation. Um, yes, I think that's true. I think uh, even with that, you know, when, when you do have these science studies going on, again, it, it comes to generalization. They take this big uh, sample set of people, say 300 or 500 or whatever, and then that goes out into the world. And again, um, it, it may work for you. There's a good chance because there's a study that's been published, mm -hmm. but it just might not. And to figure that out, uh, that's where I think uh, experimentation comes in. I think I'm repeating yeah. myself yeah. now, but yeah. That's okay. Um, I, w I feel like too, like as you were, as you were explaining self-experimentation a little bit, that it almost, and, and as opposed to like perfectionism, it, when you view it as like, I'm a work in progress, this is just, this is a process. It almost takes the pressure off a little bit, right? That's true. It does. Yeah. So I, I feel like that shift, you know, and, and for our listeners, they're focused on fitness related goals, weight loss, um, improving strength, and, and maybe even just making these habits uh, a consistent part of their life, right? That I feel like that approach would really benefit them rather than trying to like do everything perfect. Like, do, do you feel like that's true? And, and if so, and how so? <laughs> because, um, you know, I think that if you ever want, first of all, I don't think that you can be like a hundred percent perfect at anything, no matter how hard you try. Yeah. You'll probably just miss, miss out on that last percentage of whatever, uh, however you define perfection. Mm -hmm. That's number one. And then number two is, um, the reason I think experimentation is important is that the idea that don't try to fix something unless it's not broken is wrong. Mm. That's just wrong. If Because what happens is eventually you will get complacent with whatever is working for you right now at this point, if you stop experimenting. And then that way you're just like flatlining your growth altogether. Huh. Some, some of the best experiences that I've had in life is when I tried to explore, even though something was already working for me. Oh, wow. And okay. that, I think that's like a process of constant evolution and just working on yourself rather than, which again, uh, the end goal would be somehow to become as perfect as possible, but it's important to not let perfection be a barrier for you to begin. Yeah. I, I want to get this just right. And that's when I'll begin. Otherwise gotcha. I won't. Okay, yeah, because it, 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 what you're saying is, once you once you reach you know that place that you're shooting for, there's always going to be another another place to go to get better. So mm -hmm. don't almost like don't settle in on on achieving that, but also don't think like that's the end the end goal because if you feel that way, you're gonna actually move backwards. <laughs> Almost like if you're not growing, you're dying. You know that that saying. Um, I guess uh, there could be that could be one way to look at it. 
one thing is definitely the point where oh, that you mentioned that you know it, it's important that you keep growing but at the same time i don't want to stress on growth because it's important to also celebrate what you've achieved so far mm-hmm. i think that's super important if if you're always constantly just trying to get better without looking at how far you've come you you might just lose uh the sort of thing that drives you to get better yeah. in the first place sure almost like i um i'm unhappy with where i'm at and that's why i have to keep growing you know then then you're using negative feelings to try to motivate you and that that doesn't right. really work right <laughs> okay cool so is it okay if i switch gears a little bit and into talking a sure. little bit about um morning routines i know we just i know you're busy i want to be respectful of your time but some of the work that you've done around that i was really intrigued by um because i think you know in terms of like especially with fitness that Mm-hmm. that comes in in the early part of the day for a lot of people who are consistent with it. Right. So how did you kind of attack the the process of of looking at your morning routine and developing it? I think uh, in the beginning, it was really ad hoc. I, I had this sheet of paper where I wrote down five things I wanted to do. I think it was exercise, meditation, solving a puzzle reading a book and listening to a podcast. I think okay. it was these five things. And I always consistently managed to skip out on meditation. I, and even, I think, solving a puzzle. I did the remaining three. And this was, I think, last year. And then eventually, I started to come around the idea of meditating every day. It, it took a while to build that habit as well. Eventually, I came to tracking uh my morning routine like if if i did these things every day or no making checklists and yeah if there's a lot of shuffling uh, even with the time i i started my morning routine uh, the time uh, at night when when i slept and just there there was i think i've, I've changed my morning routine at least 15 to 20 times over the year there have been phases where I didn't do it for seven or eight days at a time. And it's it's been a very bumpy journey, I would say, but recently it's become somewhat stable. Okay. Or I read Atomic Habits. I tried to uh, bring some of those principles and use them to build my morning routine better. And then I think that's when it sort of changed and now it's pretty consistent, but it took a long time. I just think that two really important things throughout the journey that I learned was uh, tracking is important. What gets measured gets done. Oh, okay. It's essential that you have some sort of a tracking mechanism. And another thing is you want to keep it planned enough so that you're not spending a lot of time thinking in the morning, what should I do next? Because then there's a lot of decision making that you need to do and it just saps your willpower. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. As you as you're talking about tracking, I just had I was like, I, I wonder how much your focus on like computer science and mm-hmm. that um, process plays into your um, the self experimentation and how things went with your morning routine. Do you feel like that there's something to that? I I, I don't think. Um... 
with tracking if if you mean um you know using surface to track uh, is is that something you talk yeah about? i just feel like that kind of that analytical like hey like i'm gonna just try tracking it what am i gonna try like i almost i was like oh i don't i wonder if the average person would have come to that conclusion so quickly or if there's something about your approach to it that had some some extra value there i don't know um hmm. i also thought it was interesting as you were talking about your setbacks and your failure mm -hmm. you had a smile on your face <laughs> i was like most people are like yeah i tried it didn't go well like they'd feel kind of disappointed mm -hmm. like what what's behind your kind of your smile to talking about your your failures <laughs> I, I think with the morning routine specifically it's because that you know during those times when i did fail to like continuously um and consistently for days at a time not follow it it was like day one i was disappointed day two mm -hmm. it was a little more and eventually it got up to a point where day eight i'm so frustrated with <laughs> <laughs> this gap that I've had, day nine, it's sort of starting to come back on track. Okay. And I, I just know that whenever there is a, a break like that, it occurs eventually. You know, it'll happen maybe every three or four months. That frustration that sort of builds up or that disappointment that builds up, that is the very factor that gets me back on track. Okay. Wow. Um, cool. What particularly about the morning routine have you found is so valuable? I mean, like, could, could you do those things at a different time of day and get the same benefit? Or is there something to those morning hours that you found to be really kind of, kind of special? No, I, I don't think, at least for me, it doesn't work doing those same things later in the day or in the evening. It's just not the same feeling. Okay. So I there's multiple, uh, a lot, lot of reasons behind that. Number one is when you're doing something in the morning, it's like uh, something like exercise. You know, exercise, if, if you're not focused on, say, weight loss or a particular goal like that, your only um, idea behind exercise is to stay fit. Mm -hmm. And it's something that you need to do every day, right? Or whatever routine yeah. you follow uh, in terms of frequency. So it's nice to get that out of your, say, your work day or your working hours in the morning. You, you have that checked off right off the list and you're done with exercise. You know that you've done your part in yeah. staying healthy, being fit. That's one. If you, I've noticed that if I delay exercise until... Uh, say the evening, it's harder to um, stop working or whatever it is I'm doing. Or if it's like, if I'm watching a movie, it's just really hard to hit pause and go work okay. out. In the morning, there's nothing like that actually distracting me from, you know, doing like that. And I know that I'm going to do this. It's it's much more fun and the air is cooler. So, so yeah, so I think point one is you get it out of your work day right in the morning. Okay. And for the second thing is, um, you know, you connect with nature a lot better. I love sunrises. Okay. And every morning, right now I'm not going because I have exams, but otherwise I usually go up to the roof. I take a book with me. So that's where I read. And I'm also like uh, looking at the sky and it's, yeah. it's really beautiful. I've seen that on your, on your Instagram, like some, like the pictures of the morning. Right. That's like, it's awesome. 
Huh. I didn't expect you to say that about connecting with nature. That's really cool. It's fun because, you know, since everybody's at home right now, you don't really go out like you used to. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just a nice change of your environment right in the morning. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, anything else? I don't know. Those, those two points, were, was there more or were those the two that you wanted to, to share? No, I think um, in addition to that, if I had to bring up another point, it would probably be with meditation. It's easier to do it in the morning for some reason, at least for me. Okay. But again, there, there is a catch here. Uh, before I meditate, I make sure to journal because okay. if when you wake up, sometimes you have thoughts racing through your head and it makes it hard to meditate. So I just get all of them out on paper and then I meditate. So it's, it's a nice, uh, I would say, sequence to have. Okay. Gotcha. I'm curious. I mean, I think like the main challenge that most people might have with the morning routine is getting out of bed. Is that something for you that you're, you're just always been an early riser? Like I just wake up and I'm up or was that something that you had to work on? I had to work on it. <laughs> I was not an early riser at all. Do you have any tips on that? Like how to, how to like make those first moves in the morning out of bed? <laughs> sure. Tip one, your morning routine starts in the night before, on the night before. Sleep okay. on time. That's, I think most people miss that because if, you know, if you keep, say, uh, doing whatever it is, if you're working or scrolling or binging, if you're up till 12 <laughs> in the night, you cannot expect to get up at 5 at the morning. That's just a very bad expectation to have. And even if you do pull it off, it's not sustainable over the long okay. term to sleep five hours a night. So yeah, step one would be sleeping on time. And I think um, there's a lot of uh, research that is built around your whole sleep cycle. Mm -hmm. I, I found when I was doing an episode on that, something I came across was uh, you know, your body's internal clock that regulates your sleeping um, cycle. It releases hormones for you to feel uh, sleepy. And then when you wake up, it makes you feel energetic. So those are regulated by a lot of things around you. For example, sunlight is an important, I'd say, um, factor that fits into my routine at least. I, I've noticed that uh, whenever I get sunlight in the day or even in the morning, it's, it's easier to fall asleep on time versus when I don't. Okay. And for even for caffeine, I think whenever I have a cup of coffee or tea in the evening, I wake up in the middle of the night at like 2 or 3 a.m. Very randomly. I don't even know okay. why. And that is something that... So there are, yeah, these are the few things to just Interesting. have a better quality of sleep and to make sure that you actually uh, follow through your your sleep um on time so yeah so it, focusing on the morning routine starts with focusing on your sleep quality yes. and your sleep schedule yeah that's right it does take time i mean you if, if, if you normally sleep around 11 then it'll take time for you to like slowly bring that down to 9 30 or 10 mm -hmm. whenever it is you want to sleep yeah wow cool thank you um oh wow all right i already went ot on you i'm over time um, one That's fine. final question, um, sure. if someone was listening to this and mm -hmm. the idea of like the morning routine or even self-experimentation is just like totally 
brand new to them, mm-hmm. what recommendation would you have to help them get started? Like what advice would you give to someone like just to take those first few steps? Like how might they do that? I would say uh, start with trying to integrate one activity. If, it, if you're talking about morning routines, mm-hmm. don't try to do all of them at once. Like, uh, having exercise, meditation, journaling, everything at once. You can try to like wake up 30 or 40 minutes before you normally do and just do one of those things. And once you think you have that set, then move on to the next uh, okay. activity you want to have in the morning. And of course, uh, sleep is important. You need to sleep on time. And for self-experimentation, I think my advice would be to have an open mind. Because to be open to something that is completely against all of your beliefs and to try it out. And then if you still think it's not right for you, let it go. But I I would would say, yeah, don't don't, uh, just like judge it or I'm not going to try this because I don't think it will work. That I think is uh, something that might make you miss out on a really great um, habit or an opportunity to work on yourself. Okay. Wow. Cool. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for sharing your research and your thoughts with me today. Thank you so much for having me. It's a great conversation. Okay, let's chat. Let's talk about those three themes again. Just revisit them and then come up with some action steps for this week as we continue to begin within and focus on moving forward in living the healthiest life that we possibly can. Um, First, we talked about self-experimentation. Man, that's what it was all about, right? Um, It's a mindset and it's an approach that is going to support you. Um, Not only does it take the pressure off, right, of trying to make sure that, oh, next time everything has to be perfect, I'm going to wait until I can figure this all out and then I'm going to start moving forward. Um, Rather, we know things are going to change. We know we're just going to try things and if they don't work, we're going to make adjustments. And the reality is something that works now might not work forever. As our body changes, as our circumstances change, our life changes, we have to be willing to adapt, to be flexible. And so when we have this approach of of self-experimentation, it really serves us. It really matches with our focus on this being a lifelong process of continuing to move toward being healthier and healthier. And I also really loved his point about not waiting until it's broken to fix it, but rather looking at our routines and even the things that are getting us great results as though they're things that are going to need to be revisited, things we're going to have to check in on um, to make sure that we're still getting what we want out of them. And way before you know they fail us or they stop working, um, being willing to say, hey, like, where am I going to take this next moving forward? The other thing I asked you to listen for was our conversation about the morning routine, the value of it. Um, you know, you start to gain some momentum when you start checking things off your list, right? Um, early in the day. And early in the day before other things start to, to crowd 
without our our best intentions or before we lose motivation, it's a great day to get some of the most important things done. And then I also really appreciated his um, comment that a successful day starts the night before. So um, it just reminded me, hey, if you want to have a great morning, start looking at some of the habits around bedtime. How do I end the day? What adjustments can I make there in order to have a better start in the morning? And finally, I thought it was interesting to focus on tracking a little bit. How might you track your progress? You know, Pick just one thing and then track how well you do at um, actually doing it, actually following through and checking it off your list. And one of the benefits of that is that you can use the buildup of disappointment, just like Harshad talked about. Um, if you haven't done it, um, a little bit of frustration can build up and that's okay. You say like, man, I haven't done it now in a few days. Like I got to just do it. I got to check it off the list. All right, let's kind of bring this all together with some action steps here at the end of our time together. What I want to invite you to do is put some thought into your morning routine specifically, since we talked so much about that. What would your ideal morning look like? Again, we know there's no such thing as a perfect morning. But if you were able to accomplish all the things that you needed to do in the morning before life gets crazy and the phone starts ringing and you have meetings and other things to do, what would that morning look like? Especially if health and wellness and fitness was a priority. Take some time with a pen and paper or maybe just your notes app on your phone and Jot down a list of what that morning would look like with the goal to start experimenting, to really start taking some action to see, oh, what you want to add in. Maybe something that you want to subtract in the future. Maybe start here. What's one important thing that you might add in and start doing tomorrow? in order to start moving forward in making your morning just a little bit healthier. Where would you fit that element in, that little activity? Where would that fit in, in your morning routine? What adjustments do you need to make in order to make sure that you have space for it? And what will you do to commit to trying it out tomorrow? Just experiment. Have fun, no pressure. If you are tired of feeling frustrated and disappointed with fitness and you're ready to get on the path to being the healthy person you want to be, just go to beginwithin.fit and click the Join Our Challenge button. We can't wait to support you in your fitness journey and help you to get the results you deserve.